Yo, 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 what's going on, what's going on? This is the 20 by 20 podcast, and we are your host, Nathan McFly, with... Shit nigga Woodrow man, aka Quarantine Poppy. What up, what up? Shout out to the nation, the domination. We out here. <laughs> Quarantine Poppy. <laughs> nice, nice. Well, yes, this is uh part three of the quarantine files. Damn, week three? Week three, bro. Holy shit. Week three of this quarantine, man, and uh it's 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 wild, man. You know, it's not even getting better. It's getting worse, especially where we at. Yo, my man. I I mean I I don't even know I don't even know what to say. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm just like damn. I don't even know if this is ever gonna get better. Uh, you know, like now, shit is closing earlier than usual. Some shit's just not even open. You know, like I went to Rite Aid the other day to get some essentials. And I was only there for like five minutes. It was like 4.30 in the afternoon. And the guy's like, uh, yo, we're about to close. I'm like, damn, nigga, why the fuck you let me in the store then, dude? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bro, I mean, I was reading some uh, some numbers that uh, New York, you know, we lost over 500 people last night to the coronavirus, which is the highest, you know, the highest total. In one day, um, which is pretty crazy. Fucking so that puts insanity. us at, at about like either fourteen hundred to nineteen hundred, something like that. It puts us at almost two thousand at this point, which is it's insane. It's affecting everybody. Like I have people at work whose parents. I have one person who, who her, her dad is in ICU right now. Jesus. I have another person whose mom is on the ventilator. Um, so it's just, it's crazy. I have friends losing their friends, their families, you know, family members and shit. So it's just crazy, man. It's crazy. It's crazy times right now. Yeah, it's crazy times indeed, man. Indeed. You know, like even um, I was just here, like they're, they're thinking about closing down post offices for the weekend and, you know, I guess like cutting hours, I'm just like shit. That's wild, B. That's wild, man. But what keeps on trucking is WWE. <laughs> Pro wrestling keeps on trucking, man. Oh man. And we are in WrestleMania weekend. Oh yeah, this is WrestleMania day, baby. Remember, it's too big for one day, bro. Oh, that's right. Tonight, tonight, and it man. don't even feel like it. I mean, it doesn't feel like it because all, all the, you know, all the hoopla and all that shit, it, it wasn't, it wasn't in this week. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, the Wale Mania and all the, all the independent promotions doing their thing. A fucking Bullet Club beach party that was gonna be probably fire. You know what I'm saying? And yo, man, shout out to Wale, Emilio Sparks, and Kaz. They, they put up a post. They're like, yo, you know. Let's think back to last year's Wale Mania. Put up some flicks. So you know, you know, I was all in that thread. <laughs> <laughs> oh, where you came out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so I put up some flicks there and shit. And yeah, nigga, fuck. 
was bumping into everybody that night, bro. Word, I remember that shit. Man, it was like one one flick after the next. I was like, God damn, I'm all over the place. Yeah, you seen Luke Harper that night, right? Yeah, man. It was like seeing a Yeti, bro. <laughs> you know, but you know, I'm I'm very very happy and glad that you know we we have these athletes on TV giving us you know giving us this this entertainment. You know what I'm saying? Like WWE, AEW still putting out shows. We got WrestleMania still. I mean, it's just I know it's not what we're used to. Like I said before, we ain't got none of the hoopla. We ain't got the pomps and circumstance. None of that shit. But we still have the event itself, WrestleMania. I think us as wrestling fans, we should just really, you know, hold that near to us, man. Let's just, you know, try to enjoy the show. Of course, there's going to be matches on there. We're going to get into it. We're going to talk about it. Then we're going to be like, you know, this shit's going to probably be trash. But at a little more than half of that card, it's looking good. I, I'm I'm actually retracting my words from the other week, man. It's it's looking high, bro. I, I, after I looked at the card again yesterday, I was like, "Yo, this might be dope." Like both nights could have three to four major matches. Did they break down like what's gonna happen on what night? No, I haven't seen anything. I haven't seen a match card yet. Wait, mm. which which I'm loving. You know what I'm saying? I'm loving that because there's uh, yeah, no spoilers, that's... nothing. No spoilers. That's pretty. It's pretty crazy because whenever they tape any event, right away spoilers are up. Oh, definitely, right away spoilers are up. But I just love the fact that since they must have, because they, they, you know, they're reporting that these motherfuckers, you know. Basically, you know, it's filmed like 18 different fucking endings. So it's like, why why spoil that, I guess? You know what I'm saying? 18? No, oh, I'm, I'm over-exaggerating. I'm over-exaggerating. But they, right. filmed, <laughs> they filmed multiple uh, endings to the matches, supposedly. Yo, speaking of that, when we were on live uh, talking about how, they, how they've done this before, they did it in NXT... When Velveteen Dream for Gargano, okay, for the title, and they since it was pre-recorded, they recorded two endings: one with Gargano winning, and one with Velveteen Dream, Velveteen Dream winning. And it was all over the internet, where with Dream having the title and all that shit. Yep. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I mean, look, man. I think it's a it's a really great idea. So I, if they just keep it going, you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's the thing too, man. Like, I'm just hoping once all this is cleared out, this whole you know virus epidemic, I mean pandemic. Uh, I just hope like the the people working for these companies could shut their fucking mouth, bro. All these fucking pendejo ass wrestlers that be talking to fucking Basura Meltzer. Yo, my nigga, stop talking down there. That nigga ain't your friend, bro. Like, yo, this is how, like, all that should be, you know, getting out. It's like fucking playing telephone over here. Like, yo, just do your job. Get in the fucking ring. You ain't got to talk about this shit, bro. Don't talk about what happens backstage. 
You know? Oh, uh, yeah. Don't I mean, talk, he's, that's the reason why he still has a fucking job. Yeah, man. Like, I, I understand he has to do what he has to do. He, he has to, you know, be the TMZ of this shit. You know what I'm saying? But, coño, my nigga, like, <laughs> why? You're giving up way too much, my nigga. You're giving up to the point. That's like, you know, wait, let me see. What what can I compare that shit to? That, I, I, yo, my I nigga, mean, I, he, he just has his leaks, right? Like, he's not yeah, in the room. No, he's not in the room. But at, at one point, he did work for the WWE. Like, for a, a slim second, bro. You know what I'm saying? And they seen his, they seen his motive to the point where, like, I remember, the, yo, remember the Donahue show? Phil Donahue? Phil Donahue, yeah. Remember his talk show? Yeah. He had a, yo, you could YouTube this shit. He had an episode where he had these old school wrestlers on it with Vince McMahon and Dave Meltzer on the, on the stage as well. Mm. And all these niggas is talking about this nigga Vince is feeding us steroids. Yo, like, my nigga shitting on him. And Dave Meltzer had just gotten fired, if I'm not mistaken. And he was there shitting on him, saying that he got mad dirt and all his other crazy shit. And, yo, since he hasn't changed, my nigga. No way. You know what I'm saying? He hasn't changed. And then he he always had, like, an insight. Like, yo, Vince McMahon used to, like, work with dirt sheets to try to get, like, the buzz. You know what I'm saying? But then these niggas took it to a different level and he stopped fucking with these niggas. Like, even Bruce Pritchard talks about that. You know, like, in the earlier days, yeah, they did they did use the dirt sheets to try to gain traction on, on, the, on the product itself. But seeing that, like, you know, these niggas were going another way with the shit. You know what I'm saying? And Bruce, Bruce, he doesn't hate Dave Meltzer. He just hates when he reports, like, fake numbers and lies. You know, like, he's like, there's no way that he knows that. He's not even in the fucking office. How does he know shit like that? Word. Like, who's telling him? Yeah, and then half he says half the times the nigga's wrong. And when he's talking about a particular, like, uh, talent and shit like that. My nigga, like, Dave Meltzer's been doing this shit going on 30 years, my nigga. I think probably more than that. It's wild, Yeah, Yo, you remember those, those, that telephone number that you would call? And it was like a voicemail recording? Yeah. And they would give you like rumors and it was like Captain Lou Albano, I think. Or, <laughs> I, can't, I, I can't remember. The, you don't remember that shit? Yeah, man. The hotlines, bro. My mom kicked my ass one night, my nigga. I must have called that shit like 20 times. I didn't know what yeah. I was doing. I didn't even know a 1-900 number was, was $3 a minute. Then the phone bill nah, came in. It, it wasn't a 1-900 number. It was a regular number. Oh, nah. I remember the 1-900 numbers. Nah, these were like regular numbers. And we would call them shits like every day. And they would be updated. I, I had a couple numbers. I don't even know where the fuck I got them shits from now that I think about it. <laughs> probably, probably the wrestling magazines, bro. Like PWI and shit. That's crazy. Hell yeah, I had all the WWE or back then WWF magazines and shit. Yeah, bro, that shit is wild. I'm trying to look for a, for a match card for night one, but all I'm all I'm seeing is uh just like the matches itself. You know what I'm saying? Like all the matches they get they got they got set for the night and shit. And I like that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. Let's go into a surprise. You know what I'm saying? I mean, we got two championship matches. Now we know for certain who's challenging Goldberg, and it's your boy Bron Bron. Boy Bron Bron is getting a universal title shot. And why not? I mean, yeah, man. Why not? Why not? Who else would you put in that spot? Who else would I put in that spot? Daniel Bryan. Smackdown? No, Daniel Bryan already has an Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Damn, who, who would be good in that spot from Smackdown? Shit. <laughs> to be honest, I don't know, bro. That's what I'm saying. I don't know, because you already got John Cena versus Bray, Bray Wyatt. Uh... Yeah, like, there's no real big name to be in that spot. Now, now let's see let's see Goldberg, Jackhammer, Braun Braun. That shit ain't happening. That shit ain't happening, my nigga. Nah? Hell no. My nigga, that shit's gonna be like a baby suplex, bro. That shit ain't happening, my nigga. I'm sorry. Nah, yeah. How how tall is Bron Bron? He's he's Bron's like six eight. Yeah, nah. Nigga's six eight, like about three three twenty, and that's him at, at his lightest probably because he, he used to be st- stupid huge when he first came in, and then like you know he slimmed up and gained more muscle and shit. Well, let's see what happens. Hell yeah, bro. I mean, you never know, bro. Like, I don't know. This shit is pre-recorded. There's no audience. WWE could do some crazy, wild shit. Like, they can do fucking CGI shit. Like, (laughs) they can really make it look like this nigga jackhammers him and holds him up for like 10 minutes and then slam him down. They could really do that shit. Yo. They, after what we seen him do with the Fiend, ain't nobody gonna fucking believe that shit. And that's fine. They don't give a fuck. People are gonna be like, nah, hell no. I mean, that's when it's gonna go to the next level. Oh my god. Bro, and if they start doing shit like that, then imagine they'll probably keep keep doing fucking... Matches with no audience and shit, just so they can get these CGI fucking yeah. But the thing is, you you have Photoshop to, moves off. Yeah, but then you you have you're you're you have to fucking entertain the crowd at home though. You can't just like expand the possibility, you know, like of disbelief. You know, like I I just feel like people will see that shit and be like, yo, that shit ain't not nah, now nah, that that shit is all the way fake. This shit is... A- <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> you know, like, this shit is wild. It's, all right, fuck it. I'm going to go to AEW. You know, like, they they got to keep the attention of whatever crowd they have left right now. You know what I'm saying? And I think that they're, they are doing that. Especially with um, all the new programming. Yo, my nigga. They got this new joint, this new content on, on the network. It's called WrestleMania Theater. And what this does is it takes you back to uh, the older WrestleManias. Like, I know they, they did uh, a couple of matches. They showed WrestleMania 30 main event with Randy Orton, Batista, and Daniel Bryan. Mm-hmm. 
but okay. they didn't show it from the regular camera views that that they they had during the pay per view. They had like all these extra camera views that made it look like a movie, my nigga. It was dope. Like there was this camera that was, uh, you know, in the crowd, on the floor section, and it just it gave you a different look to to the title match. And yo, dude, I I thought my mind was blown, bro. I was just like, yo, this right here is how they should film WrestleMania this year. Film it from different angles. Get like those those wide those wide angles and. Uh, yo, it was you gotta see. I, I can't even I can't even like explain it too much because I don't I don't really know the, the name of the angles they were using and all this other shit and all the theatrics, but that shit was dope, my nigga. That shit looked like some Hollywood production type shit. What's it called? WrestleMania Theater. Mm. And they did that for all the WrestleMania's? Uh to be honest, I only seen that one match. That's all I had time for because I was watching it on my break. But I, I'm gonna go back to it and uh and watch the rest. It's like a four hour, a four hour uh what you call the show. So I'm guessing they have like a couple of matches in there, a couple of different ones. That's dope. <clears throat> I thought it was awesome, bro. I thought it was awesome. And uh, another thing about WrestleMania, since we're you know on the topic of WrestleMania, Vince McMahon was never really a fan of giving away WrestleMania for free when he first started the network. He never wanted it to be advertised for the network. He never wanted WrestleMania to be associated. He wanted to be wanted it to be disassociated from the network because he's seen like the pay per view buys for WrestleMania is insane. Regardless of like people, you know, having any type of streaming service where they get shit for free and all that shit, the pay per view buys were still up there. They were still doing three, four hundred thousand households buying fucking WrestleMania. You know, so... Really? Yeah, my nigga. So then, the idea of it came from, like, these two execs that are not there right now. Uh, one's named George Berrios. The other one was Michelle Wilson. They were fired earlier this year, but Vince McMahon is trying to run with the idea of not having WrestleMania on the network next year. Supposedly, they struck deals with Fight TV and Fox Sports to host it and, and you know, pay pay-per-view prices for it. I think on Fox Sports is about sixty bucks. Uh, if you want to buy it uh, per night on Fight TV, each night is forty dollars, or you could get the package of both of them together for sixty. That's what they're doing now. Yeah, that's what they're doing now. But they're they're gonna they're gonna move into that that type of realm of just having it on pay per view and like these type of streaming services and not having it on the network. <clears throat> like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's gonna be on the network later on, probably like a month later. You know what I'm saying? So, like, what's your take on that? I mean, I don't know, man. In this day and age, the way technology is set up, the way people are set up, I don't see there being that many buys. If you're charging sixty dollars, even for two nights. That's just that's a lot of bread, and I, I don't you know I don't I don't I don't know I don't see I don't see that being successful. That's probably that'll probably be the beginning of their downfall. I think so too, man. I mean, I I feel that like people I I don't know like I I'm like 
we're not there. So we don't know how, how everything is. But I also feel that, you know, we're having like a million people subscribe at $10 a fucking month. That's $10 million right there you're getting monthly. I, I'm pretty sure, I mean, it's probably not as much as trying to get somebody to buy a pay-per-view itself. Because, like, I'm looking right now, the last the last uh, WrestleMania before the network went up, because the network went up in 2014. You know what I'm saying? So, and it was the day after WrestleMania. WrestleMania 29 and WrestleMania 30 both did, like, a million, peop- a million pay-per-view buys each. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, I'm sorry. WrestleMania 30 drew 670,000 pay-per-view buys. Right? And WrestleMania 29 did a little over a million. Wow. So you times that by 60, you know, that that's a whole lot more money right there, if, if I'm not mistaken. You know, and to have that one event, it's like, like they always say, it's like their Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Like, they feel like they're going to put on the best show for you to buy. And, you, I mean, to, to be honest, all these bars that were, they were showing, like, doing them viewing parties and shit. Hopefully, them shits come back. <laughs> but um, they, they're going to buy it because they know that they're going to pack their house in. Because people are not going to want to pay for that pay-per-view event. You know what well, I'm saying? But they're going to pay more than $60. They're going to pay more than $60 because, like, for for bars and lounges like that, they have to pay per square inch, like, for their capacity. You know what I'm saying? Right. So they, they're, probably, they're probably spending, like, a good three, four stacks to host that shit. But still, like, people, people do this. People have WrestleMania parties in the crib. Bring people over. You could, I'm pretty sure WrestleMania could still do a half a million, half a million buys, yo. I don't care how much you hate WWE. There's people out there that's still going to buy this shit. Well, let me ask you. What's up? You're a subscriber of the network. Yes, I am. If they decide to charge $80 for a bundle package for WrestleMania, are you going to purchase that? $80 for a bundle package? Yeah, for let's say Saturday and Sunday, whatever you said it was, or sixty. Yeah, you know, I'll do that. But then you know what else I'll do? I'll be like, I'll call my boys. I'll be like, Yo, my man, I'll order it. Anybody want to go? <laughs> anybody want to go half? Anybody want to go three ways on this? Like, it's there. It's different ways to buy this shit, bro. All right, so you'll be willing to buy it. Then. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. It's like when niggas was gonna buy an eighth. Yo, let's go half. Let's go three ways. So let me ask you this question. Ask me another one. If the NBA decided to do that same thing and pay and and and, and sell the rights to the championship, all well, seven NBA finals. Well, I I think the a NBA seven game bundle package, whatever it is, seven game bundle package. <laughs> what if it don't go seven games? Do I get my money back? No. It goes guarantee four games. Uh, now it's well, 
of course, the, the one team got to win four games, but like how, how many games I'm paying for? Because I could be paying for four. I could be paying for five, six, or seven. Let's say it's a bundle package for $50. Yeah. So, obviously, if it goes four games, then you pay like 12 and you know twelve fifty a fucking a game. Yeah. But if it goes seven, then you pay less. You copping? I don't know, bro. Because I'll be honest. I'll be honest. I love watching basketball, bro. But then there's times when, like, you know, your boy's going to hit you up. Yo, let's go Let's go to such and such and watch the game. Yo, let's catch the first half. Or I, I, you know, I got to be home by the second half. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not a constant hype unless the series is good. Which, you know, it's been topsy-turvy the last couple of years because of the... Because of the Warriors, you know, they just dominating and shit. But it's like, all right, do I pay $70 to watch a blowout? Like, are you going to watch the number one team on the West go against the number six team in the East for the NBA championship? Nah, I, I get what you're saying. I guess my point was like, we've become accustomed to just paying for a service that allows us to watch NBA games. Same thing with mm. the network. We're paying for a service that's, that allows us to watch, you know, have the archive and watch the pay-per-views. Yeah. Now, if all of a sudden they're talking about, no, you got to go back to paying for pay-per-views to watch, you know, uh, WrestleMania. I mean, you said you're willing to pay that. I might be one of those people that go half with you. Yeah. But I'm not gonna just I'm not gonna pay sixty rip to watch it by myself. That that's what I'm saying too. Like there, there's ways around that. Like people don't have to pay the whole like you, like we were just saying. You call your man's over, you call you call your people's be like, yo, listen, let, let's watch it over here, let's watch it over there. Nah, nah, nah. You know what? Let's go somewhere else and watch. I bet. You know? Let's go to Legends. Let's let's go over here. Let's go over there. Let's let's watch it over there. And then if, if it's going to be like that, where you got to pay pay-per-view, you already know they're going to charge niggas at the door. I'd rather pay like the 10 than the 60 at home. You know what I'm saying? I agree. So, and you know what's funny? That at the end of the night, you'll probably end up paying $60. Drinks. <laughs> Comida. Unless you're going outside, get yourself a slice of pizza. <laughs> Mozzarella sticks. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it's just, it, it's it's all about, I think it's just all about being around people, like watching stuff like this. Any event, any sporting event where it's like the end all be all, the, you know, like the culmination of the year. You don't, I, I just feel like us as, as humans watching it, we don't want to be by ourselves watching this shit. We would rather be in a crowd. You know, vibing, vibing with people and seeing reactions to certain shit, having com- having conversations during during the events. It's just it's just who we are. You know, it's just like the that that social aspect of it. Yeah, those days are over. <laughs> we, we about to go. We about to go into the virtual reality phase. Oh my we god! We start connecting with each other in these virtual worlds and shit, and, and we we're able to see each other. Like, yo, what's good, G? What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> Like, yo, let's take a walk. <laughs> <laughs> and you in your crib. 
Oh, so yo, why you keep walking? Why you keep walking in circles? I don't got that much room here. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yo. Oh, yo, man, shit is wild, B. Shit is wild. We gonna get back. We're gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna muscle through this. We're gonna be good. We're gonna be good. But shout to Vince, you know, for once again, you know what I'm saying, paving the way on how to make these moves in professional wrestling, getting into those rooms with with those with the with the real sports people, with the ESPN people, with the Fox Sports people. Yeah. <clears throat> and put in put in WWE, you know, in those rooms, on those platforms. You know what I'm saying? So shout to him for that. Yeah, you know, uh, Big Money Vince, he signed another deal, man. Homie signed another deal. It's a five-year deal with Sony Pictures Network in India to keep uh, the WWE product on TV over there. So, yeah, so they're going to have, you know, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all live coverage in India. That's dope. That shit is that shit is fire. Like he's he's over. He's been doing these TV TV programming deals with India since two thousand and two. So he's just he's just you know always maneuvering, always making sure that his product is being viewed. You know. Yo, shout out to Young Benin, man. <laughs> Your boy, <laughs> Young Cuero, man. Young Benin skin. <laughs> For those that don't know, he's talking about. The Maharaja. My man, young gender, man. <clears throat> looking like looking like straight abuelas penil. <laughs> Word <laughs> up, bro. Oh, shit. This nigga. But, uh, yeah, man, you know, it, it's, a, it's a lot of movement still, still going on. And, yo, let's just hope for the best at the end of the day. That we could all come together again and watch some fucking wrestling. Word up, y'all. I miss those days. <laughs> <laughs> Do you really? <laughs> miss those days where you could just, like, get with people and, like, stand next to them. It's just crazy. <laughs> oh, man. But uh, let's go into Raw, man. What you thought about Raw? Uh, Raw was pretty good. Raw was pretty good. Um, Yeah. Um, let me see. Let me go to my notes real quick. First of all, shout out to AJ Styles, man. Word. But this is going to probably be the first time where I want to see AJ Styles lose. Really? Yeah, bro. I want Undertaker like to have a great match for some reason. Like I'm really rooting for this dude. To put on an awesome match, I feel that he is. I mean, I when he works with you know when he works with top talent, he's always gonna put on a great match. Like I know what he did with Goldberg was fucking beyond ass, but just Goldberg just doesn't have it, you know. <laughs> beyond ass. Yeah, like Goldberg ain't got it, bro. But when he hit, when he had that tag team match where it was him Reigns versus Shane and Drew McIntyre, the match was actually really good. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The match was good. Uh, a boneyard match, though. Yeah, I mean, I I didn't. I wanted to get more of a context on what is a boneyard. It's another word for 
a, a graveyard. So I'm thinking this is going to be some type of buried alive match or some shit. Mm, that'll be fire. You know what I'm saying? That's what I'm thinking. What was the last buried alive match? Did they only have that one? Buried alive match. No, they had a couple. I remember Austin was in one. Mankind, Kane. Oh, that's right. That's yeah, right. they had a couple. They had a couple. They just haven't had those matches in fucking God knows how long, bro. Right. I mean, they they just brought back the the Peruvian Panamanian leather strap match. <laughs> the Savio the, the the Savio Vega. Yeah, they just brought that back uh, <laughs> when the Fiend and and Daniel Bryan went at it. Um, so maybe they bring in, they bring in it back little by little. They bring in their old school matches back. Not for nothing, but that match was pretty dope too, with the Fiend yeah, and Daniel Bryan. Yeah, it was. That shit was fire, bro. What 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 other matches could we could we hope for them to bring back? Uh, how about we how about we get back the was that that Indian cage match, bro? That Indian cage match. <laughs> Who, who was in the Indian cage? What, what was it? It was, uh... Oh, man. It was Jinder Mahal and Randy Orton. Was it like what? that bamboo shit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Yo, you could have The Fiend do, like, a fucking boiler room brawl type shit. Oh, boiler room brawl. Yes. Yes. Oh, it's a Punjabi what? prison match. Oh, my God. That's Punjabi a, prison that match. That is nasty. Wow. <laughs> wow, that is, that's a nasty name for a match. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> <laughs> you got, you're putting the idea out there that all the jails in India, they're, they're fucking being enclosed by bamboo. <laughs> and they did that match the same day or the same month that Big Boss Man died. Really? Nah, nah, I'm just, I'm just saying that. That's oh, I'm true. like, yo, that, I, <laughs> now that's a fucking take right there. <laughs> <laughs> that's some, that, that is some shit Vince would do though. Oh man, oh, it's good shit. But uh, yeah, I mean, the the boiler room brawl, boiler room brawl is dope. I would love to see that shit again. But of course, it would have to be with like a character like the Fiend. Yeah, well, I would think. You know what I'm saying? It would have to be with a character like that. Uh, I don't know, man. I mean, we, we can't say an empty arena match. We're seeing that shit every week now. For real. <laughs> For real. But um, I think, yo, dude, I just think that they have so many different type of gimmick matches. I think they're fine for now. They don't really have to bring anything back. You know, like. They're, they, you know, if they have a street fight, maybe make that shit look like the Roddy Piper Goldust joint. Mm, that's true. That That'll lot, be that like the, lot fight. The back room. I mean, back lot, bro. Yeah, there we go. You know? I mean, they seem to have a couple gimmick matches going on at WrestleMania. They you have, have, like, the yeah. last man standing. They do. the Boneyard. Well, you got the Firefly Funhouse match. Like, what the fuck mm-hmm. is that? Yo, I was I was hearing a, a podcast. I'm like, yo, they should have Bray win, and the way Bray should win is that he should tie tie Cena to balloons and have him fly away. 
fire. Yo, I think it just goes into the whole, like, craziness that is Bray Wyatt right now. That would be fucking hilarious to see. Well, that would be pretty dope. But, um, yeah, man, I mean, let's see, bro. Like, I, I just, I just want to see a good event at the end of the day. That's it. That's all I want to see. It's going to happen. But uh, what you think about that Undertaker promo? Thought it was fire. Not for nothing, man. Mm. Undertaker, when he's suited and booted, you know, like, and he's he's putting on that type of promo when he's talking directly into the camera going in. Going in, I was like, yeah, yeah, I fucked with this. But oh, then when I see him, like, come to the ring with his shirt off and shit and his little keto titties. I'm like, <laughs> his little keto titties? Yo, bro. Yeah, you get un barriga, eh? You don't got a you don't got a motorcycle shirt you can put on or something, bro. <laughs> the fuck, yo, and it's funny because when I remember one time when he came when he did come back again, I think this was two years ago at WrestleMania where he just like beat John Cena like in ten seconds or some stupid shit like that. He he came back and he looked solid. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I bet. But then he be coming back sometimes and. You know, the gut is coming out the singlet. And like you say, like, you know, the keto titties is there. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, yo, the transformations these motherfuckers go through throughout the years is just ridiculous sometimes. Yeah, for real. But then it, but it was a fire-ass promo. And I'm really, really looking forward to that fucking match. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I'm always looking forward to a Undertaker match. I know a lot of people say that he should just hang it up already. He ain't got it. I mean, I think he still got it. It just has to be with the right person. Like he can't just go to war with anybody, you know. And right. I think I think that's that's basically how it's been for him. You know what I'm saying? Like as he was as he's been getting older, <clears throat> and you know that's okay. Cause look at look at the match about 12 years ago. They showed it last night as well during SmackDown. The match between Ric Flair and Shawn Michaels at uh, WrestleMania 24. Ric Flair was 59 years old at that match. You know what I'm saying? He still looked good. You know, of course, being that age, you're not going to be solid, bro. I'm sorry. You're not You're not, not going to be solid. Sure. You know, you're going to have a little a little flab here and there, but you're going to still be in phenomenal shape for your age. But, for sure. And, and it's also the, the storyline you come in with. Exactly. You know like, exactly. How, how, like, they're making it more personal now, too. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um... Undertaker talking about AJ's I'm talking about his wife you know regarding AJ's finisher move and shit yeah you know like shit like that they're just incorporating like real life and like just like making it way more personal which is again it just makes it better yeah definitely it makes it better definitely makes it better there was no other way to go with this you know what I'm saying like AJ Styles is, is tight because Undertaker fucked up his last two matches and he just wanted to get at him you know what I'm saying? Like, man, this this thing ain't the Undertaker, bro. He's just Mark, fucking Mark Yo, over here. Is Ricochet on any of these uh, anywhere on this card? No, he's not. Might be on the pre-show. Not sure, but he's not on the card. Damn. Right. I mean, a lot of people say he's getting buried. He's not being used. But there's a new commercial for Monday Night Raw. They're gonna start airing. It's called. It must be Monday. He's the first superstar that you see when that commercial opens up and he has that line and he says the line, it must be Monday. 
Like, they, yo, besides the ring, like, people got to understand, this is an entertainment business. You got to do more than just the ring aspect of shit. You got to be ready to go on TV promoting this shit. You got to be ready to do these commercials to promote this shit. You know what I'm saying? It's little by little. I, I'm pretty sure, man, after all is said and done, and they're back to hosting arenas and all that shit, he's going to be a prominent member of that shit. He just needs to work on his mic skills. I'm telling you, that's the only thing holding him back. Because he be looking like a goofball on the mic, bro. Because he is a goofball. They need to make him a heel. <clears throat> He's a goofball. Like, you could just tell. The nigga's goofy. <laughs> but give him a fucking heel character. And he's your next rock. Caso cerrado. Caso cerrado, eh? Case closed, motherfucker. Uh, I don't know if he could pull that off. He got it, bro. He got it. I don't he know, man. It. He. I don't know. He just reminds me of like a character. And you ever you ever seen that movie Mystery Men? Mm, not sure. It's like, you know, like a, a bunch of regular people trying to be fucking superheroes. Or that, that movie Kick-Ass. That's what he reminds me of. He reminds me of the, the fucking pendejo from Kick-Ass, bro. <laughs> the pendejo from Kick-Ass. Yeah, I know, like a little scrawny kid. Yeah, a little, you know, eh. You know what I'm saying? Like wanting to be that person. And it's like, all right, dude, like understandable. They just have to have that whole shit done with and just just roll out something they need something new for him bro he can't just try to like emulate anything else they need to work with him with the person he is and bring it out in the character because whatever they doing now this whole uh real life superhero shit ain't working b yeah i know i'm a fan though and i, I see so much potential in him yeah, he, de- he definitely has it. He definitely, has, there's a lot of people there that definitely have it. They just gotta step up. They gotta step up, man. Uh, yo, and John Cena even said that himself. He said he doesn't see any one true star that the company could rely on. Like they don't have that. Nah, yeah, you're right. They really don't. Yeah, definitely. I noticed that. He said it on the Corey Grave podcast. He's like. He's like, yo, there's nothing here. That, that's what he said. He's like, there's certain people that, that's trying to, you know, make a difference and come come with new shit and always. And he mentioned Bray Wyatt. And it's funny. Every time, every time that somebody talks about that, you know, people are not stepping up. People are not trying to do anything. They always mention Bray Wyatt trying to evolve his character. Trying to, you know, like, because he, he's the only one. Like, if you've seen in the last, like, couple of years... He's the one true person that's getting over, at least with the crowd and just with the whole pro wrestling fan community. I haven't seen another superstar is getting over as much as him. I mean, the New Day, forget about it. They're they're beyond over. You know, they they get they get crazy pops whenever they run into. But it, there's not that one John Cena. There's not that one true like Hulk Hogan type of person, type of personality there. Right, it should have been Roman Reigns. Yeah, but you know what happened? Same shit happens all the fucking time, my nigga. Yo, it was like one year, everybody wanted Roman. Ah, oh, I can't wait. Yo, Roman should be the Roman should be the guy. Blah 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 blah. 
All right, bet. Let's see what happens. People tend to forget that he's really good in the ring. And then what? He got that he got that jetpack on him. They put the rocket on him like, "Yo, go." This is your this is your shit now. The fans threw fucking shit at it, bro. It was like, "Yo, I thought this is the nigga y'all wanted." We actually agree with this shit. It's like it no at in this in this day and age, nobody's going to get over again, I think. As over as a John Cena. I just I just can't see it, bro. Let me ask you this question. What do you what do you think about like if it's done purposely? Like purposely they don't get these people over. Like momentum will drive somebody, you know, to to basically like be nearing the top guy and then the momentum would just stop. For example, like the feet. Okay. Like that character was going to like unprecedented areas. Like just because it was just like a split character, you know, it was just like so much going on. They had like this whole promo, you know, like crazy ring attire. Like it was just like, it was just so much. You know, to this character, that it just seemed like it was gonna literally be the very best next thing, and they just the um, the way they went about doing it, it just fell flat. Like I feel like the fiend is still the fiend, but just that he's just a fiend. He he didn't take over like he should have. I mean, yeah, I I totally agree with it. I, as you know what it is, that whole shit. With Goldberg, kind of fucked it up. You know what I'm saying? I and I understand where they came from, in that, in that aspect where they were like, it's a bigger match with Goldberg. Like the casual fans that wait for WrestleMania to just watch the shit, they'll be like, ah, yeah, Goldberg. I see Goldberg versus this new nigga. Like to them, Roman Reigns is a new nigga. To us, he's not. You know what I'm saying? But. I feel like they could have still had that moment of Goldberg versus Reigns without the title. But then again, if they have that moment, who do you who's who's facing the Fiend at Mania then? Well, I feel like the Fiend didn't even need the title in the first place. That's what a lot of people say as well. Which put him in, in the position that, that he was in, that he had to lose it. Like, he should have just continued his tear without even making it about a title because honestly i felt like they kind of threw him into the title situation well it all goes back to if you think about it when the undertaker first popped up he was he was destroying everything even beat hulk hogan for the for the wwe championship what happened six days later he lost it back to hulk hogan not a couple of months later six days later lost it back to hulk hogan You know what right, I'm saying? Right, Undertaker, Undertaker was just a force. Yeah, just like The Fiend like, is. Like, The Fiend is a force. You know what I'm saying? He's supposed to be fucking shit up. But it's just, you know, it goes into the plan. I, I'm pretty sure with the creative mind that Bray Wyatt is, this character is not going to fall flat. He's worked too hard on it, and I feel like he has different layers of the character that he hasn't even unveiled yet because it's too early. No, right. And and when I say fall flat, I didn't I didn't mean maybe that term wasn't <clears throat> the correct term. I think it was just more like 
it lost momentum for being like this next great wonder in wrestling. Okay. I think having him lose so early just made it, it just, you know, it just slowed things down. Got you. And what's going on between him and Cena right now is pretty fucking amazing. As what we've seen on, on SmackDown. Like, that ending to SmackDown, I mean, they did kind of like uh, what Matt Hardy did. You know, with the... But it wasn't as as theatric as that. Like, you know, just fucking, I guess, like, teleporting all over the place until he got to the ring and shit. Uh, just the way they did it. Like, you know, that red light, the mist, you know, having the fiend pop. And then that, that look, that stare down. After all the shit John Cena was talking. John Cena looked shook. He played that part perfectly. Yeah, bro. Um, I just wanted to say shout out to John Cena. Um, not only for now uh, acknowledging that there will be no audience at WrestleMania and how crazy that is, but he was also speaking to the times. You know, like and basically saying like he don't know what's gonna happen. He don't know what's gonna happen at WrestleMania. Like he sold that match so fucking well. Yep, it was amazing, bro. Like he came in. Like, he already acknowledged that there was no crowd. Like, he kept looking at the camera and, like, making gestures towards the camera. Yeah. He was even, he was even talking to the cameraman, like, oh, they can hear us right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, he goes to the ring. Like, he's feeling himself. My son is feeling like the greatest, right? Like, <laughs> gives a fire promo. Like, just talking shit about Bray Wyatt. Talking shit about the Fiend character. Like, he was just going in. I was like, yo, my son John Cena is kind of making the Fiend look corny right now. Like, he's really taking away that shit. And yep. then when the Fiend appeared... No, but just the way he did with the with the, with the the puppets. Yeah. Well, <laughs> all right, yeah. When the puppets first started coming out, John Cena's like, what the fuck? But when he appeared and, he, and the Fiend was actually looking at him from afar, yep. John Cena started to look a little shook. Yeah, <laughs> and then when Bray Wyatt just came out from behind him and was like, "Let me in," pause. <laughs> John Cena was like, "What the fuck? My son was shook." Name, yeah, right. <laughs> you know what so, that reminds me of right now? What? <laughs> when Joe Buddies got smacked by Ransom. No, <laughs> nah, that wasn't Joe Buddies. I was like Joe Buddies' brother. Whatever. But yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of like, what the fuck? And just closed the door. <laughs> but yeah, that's like, that right there just made me want to see that match. Like it really, and I, and honestly, I really feel like, again, WWE has this unique opportunity to really put in these special effects and to do these camera tricks that they wouldn't be able to do if there was a crowd. And they have an opportunity to really make the fiend more mystical and make him more powerful and just, yo, and just put on a fucking hell of a show. So I'm really looking forward to that match. Yeah, really yeah. like the way that promo played out. That's what I'm telling you, man. They have they have a lot of good matches set for this night where they can give us the best the best product, the best quality that they can. You know what I'm saying? And, like, you know, they got John Cena and The Fiend, Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre. 
Edge and Orton in a last man standing. And then we ha we have a good women's match. You heard me? No smoke break on this one, my friend. Becky Lynch versus Shayna Baszler. Uh, Looking forward to that. Yeah, I mean, Goldberg and your boy Braun Braun, like we were talking about before. Uh, Yo, when, when Shayna Blazer, uh, Baszler popped up on Raw, and, and she, she did she did this shit where she, like, grabbed Becky by the legs and slammed her head into the table. Yeah. Like, yo, she really hit her head. I was feeling that. <laughs> <laughs> Your boy, Bron Bron, getting a title shot with Goldberg. This might be a smoke break for you. I don't know. Uh, the Bailey, Sasha, Tamina, Naomi, Lacey Evans match for the Women's SmackDown title. 100%. <laughs> Uh, the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. More smoke. <laughs> Undertaker versus AJ Styles. Uh, Kevin Owens versus Seth Rollins. I think this is going to be one of those matches that's going to really surprise people because not that many people seem to be talking about it. You got uh, uh, Elias versus King Corbin. Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, from what we know now is John Morrison versus one of the Usos, but they're still making it seem like it's uh, a three-way dance for the tag team titles. I don't know how that's going to play out. Uh, the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. I think that's going to be a fantastic match. Uh, Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. Flair's just, you know, at the top of her game right now. Rhea Ripley's a new up-and-coming. You got Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. I mean, you got a lot. I think there's like 14 matches for WrestleMania. Yeah, I just want to say uh, shout out to the original Street Profit, New Jack. Oof. Did you see that? Insane, bro. Insane. New Jack is, he's different. Yo, <laughs> word. He's, a, he's, a, he's, he's cut from a different cloth, man. That motherfucker crazy. And shout out to New Jack for following us, too. Oh, word? Yeah. <laughs> Damn, I don't want no smoke. Let me go, let me follow him back and uh, like all his shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we following, we following the big homie, we following the OG. You saw my son. You saw my son's forehead. Yo, dude, Dusty Rose got a forehead. Well, had a forehead like that. Uh, yo, they all do all them old school, old school blading, motherfuckers. They all got foreheads like that, bro. All of them. That shit is crazy. Shit look like a riptide effect, bro. That shit look like when the milk dud melt in your pocket, and, <laughs> and then and then it gets, and then it cools down, gets hard again. Yeah, it's all deformed. This shit. <laughs> oh shit! Yes, yes. I don't know if we have any fat listeners. I know you guys. You guys know what I'm talking about. I mean, I do. Oh man, but um, yeah. You say you're looking forward to the Undertaker AJ Styles match. So am I. But I'm, what I'm really looking forward to is and I hate to say it but is uh that Braun Braun and Goldberg match man I don't know which way that's gonna go cause I can't see Goldberg holding that title any longer but then again since this match was just like uh you know something just put together cause of un unforeseen circumstances maybe they leave it on him until SummerSlam and have that have that match with him and Reigns at SummerSlam. What do you think? Yeah, I don't I don't see them giving it to Braun. 
I mean, I, it's no point. Um, definitely. This is something that they're just throwing together um, just due to circumstance. And, yeah, I can definitely see them keeping Goldberg with the belt. You know, they're probably going to slow down their matches and shit for a little while. So, you know, even giving the belt to Braun won't make any sense because he's not like he's going to be on TV with it or anything. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I definitely see them letting Goldberg keep that. Damn, I mean, I, I would want to go through predictions with this, but it's like trying to predict a movie that was that was filmed already. You know, like you, it's already it's already said and done. We don't maybe Drew McIntyre already got the championship. Maybe he doesn't. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, yeah, we don't we don't know. Let's do predictions. All right, man. So who you, who you got going in the the championship match between Drew McIntyre and Brock Lesnar? I got Brock Lesnar winning. You got Brock. Ah man, yo, he's one of the one of the people I feel bad for with the way this WrestleMania played out is Drew McIntyre. I felt like this was like his coming out party. You know what I'm saying? Like this was supposed to be him being that dude to take the title from Brock Lesnar on a big stage, having that moment and. Now it's taken away from him. Maybe they'll just keep it on Brock's part. I'm going to go with Brock on that one. Uh, Edge and Orton. Um, See, that's a good one. But I'm going to say that they're going to give it to Edge. Edge? Yeah. Hmm. I don't know, cause he's not gonna be a full time person anymore. Like he he said that he's just gonna be in there for like matches that he wants. Like he he list he lists a couple of names that he wanted to fight. And damn, I don't know, man. I mean, first match back, yeah, but I I could see this going as a draw. I could see them both knocking each other out and not getting up. I mean. The nigga hit Edge's wife with the RKO. If he doesn't win, he looks soft. <laughs> All right, I'm going to go with the draw on that one. Uh, This one, I already know who I'm going with. Who you got, Becky Lynch or Shayna Baszler? Shayna. I got Shayna with a run-in by Ronda Rousey. What? <laughs> That's who I got. I don't know. I just kind of had a feeling. They they replayed the women's match from last year at Mania, and they purposely showed uh, Ronda Rousey not having her shoulders down and kicking out of the count and the referee counting it. You know what I'm saying? And I, I just feel like that that just played into something there. I don't know. That's just me. See, I like that. I like that. I like that. I like that. Uh, that perspective. I, I, I like that. Um, but I'm still hoping Shayna wins, so I'm, I'm staying with Shayna. All right. That'll right. be fire. Well, uh, all right. So, what about Cena and Wyatt? Oof. I'm going for Wyatt. Wyatt has to win this. Facts. He has to win this. I agree. Uh, well, we we already said Goldberg's winning that one. Uh, so for, since you're going to have a smoke break, 
I'll, I'll take this one. Uh, Bailey, Sasha, Tamina, Naomi, and Lacey Evans. I feel that this... I'm going to go... You know what? I'm going to go with a wild card here. I'm going to say Tamina. Tamina wins this one. Who else is in it? Uh, you got Tamina Snooker, Naomi, Lacey Evans, Sasha Banks, and Bailey. I'm going to just say Sasha Banks. Sasha, I'm going with Tamina. Let's go. Going with the and wild the only, card on that. The only reason why I'm going to say Sasha Banks is because I think that's kind of what they were building towards. Okay. Um, You know, when is this friendship going to die? When, when are they going to stop using each other as a crutch and just, you know, go back to holding their own selves down? So, I see Sasha Banks winning that. Okay. Uh, Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Ugh. Be honest, I'm not even like hyped for this. I'm just hoping the Kabuki Warriors they just keep the titles. Fuck it, not really hype on this match. I'm going for Alexa Bliss because she's bad. <laughs> uh, well, you're saying you're going. You say Undertaker, right? You pick Undertaker versus uh in the AJ Styles match. Yep. All right, Undertaker. I'm gonna go for Styles. Styles, I think, needs a big WrestleMania win. Even though he's had a couple, I think this is the one he really needs. Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens. I'm going to go with Kevin Owens on this one. Yeah. I, I'm... No, I'm going to go for Rollins because I just do not like Kevin Owens at all. Wow, you really hate that stunner, bro. For real. <laughs> and now we get into the the lower card of WrestleMania. On both nights, we got Elias versus King Corbin. To be honest, I I really don't even care about this damn match. <laughs> Seriously, right. uh, I I want to see Elias win because he looks like Macho Man. Yeah, I'm I'm looking for a coin of flip because I really don't care. I'm gonna put you down for Corbin because that's your favorite heel. Yes, let's go, Corbin. <laughs> Otis versus Dolph Ziggler. Now this right here. With what happened on SmackDown, got me a little interested. For sure. Got me a little interested, and I'm hoping Otis does it for the big boys. Exactly. <laughs> for every nigga that bagged a bad bitch, he shouldn't have. <laughs> Word. Um, I really don't know what's going to happen in the SmackDown tag team match. So I, I don't know, because like, in other sites, they're saying it's going to be Miz versus, I mean, Morrison versus one of the Usos. Then the sites have all three tag teams. I don't know. If it's all three tag teams, I'm going with the Usos. Okay. Um Yeah, I'm 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 gonna say I'm gonna say the Usos as well, and I'm gonna say this is where um these guys start their tension. Miz and Morrison? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you got the Street Profits versus Angel Garza and Austin Theory. I'm gonna go for Angel Garza and Austin Theory. Yeah, uh, well, I'm, uh, I'm gonna go for the Street Profits retaining. I'm gonna go for that. Okay, now we're back to a good match here. Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan. Um, I see. Uh. Sami Zayn retaining. I also see Sami Sami Zayn retaining with um 
Drew Gulak having something to do with it. Drew Gulak is way better as a heel. I don't know. I can't see him as a face for too long. So I'm I'm thinking Sami Zayn is definitely gonna retain. Uh, then we have Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. I'll be smoking. Okay, I'm gonna go for I'm gonna go for the Queen on that one. I'm gonna go for the Queen. And then, last but not least, we have Aleister Black versus Bobby Lashley. Well, you know what? <clears throat> Sorry about that. You know what? It's good to see Aleister Black not wrestling a jobber. Yes, definitely. Because what the fuck? I mean, how many niggas are you going to kick in the face before you wrestle somebody that is actually going to wrestle you back? But... Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm picking Aleister Black. Okay, I'm good with that. I'm good with that. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go the same route. You know, he's the he's the one on the come up. So I'm gonna go Aleister Black as well. That was our predictions for WrestleMania. You watching tonight or what? Yeah. All right, everybody already know. Seven p.m. Eastern, four p.m. Pacific. I wish they still had that old school WrestleMania music. Word. Yo, they're saying that it's going to be two days. So, I mean, is this going to be like a three-hour show today? Yeah, uh, I would say like two and a half, three hours. Available on the network. Yes. Thank God. Yeah, we're not going to have no uh, crazy, crazy fucking, uh, whatchamacallit, six-hour show and shit. Yo, I wish. Remember this? <laughs> Hell yeah. Oh man, so many classic WrestleMania songs. But yo, uh, I'm a I'm a pick sign. I'm a pick sign now for this week for this song. You gonna pick that loop sign off that Lulu? Pick sign off that Lulu, man. I mean, we we did go with sign from the Lulu last week, but uh, there's this other joint that I've been really feeling. So, yeah, man, we're going to keep it on the Conway flow. And, yeah, man, yo, just be safe out there. You know, and uh, hopefully, damn, bro, can you believe it, yo? Our 100th episode is going to be from the crib. Is that next week? Uh, After next. All right? Or ne- no, no, yeah, next week. Next week. No, yeah, this is episode 99. Yeah, next week. Oh, shit, and then in a month. It's going to be the two years. Damn, hopefully we out the crib by then. Yeah, man, we'll see, man. If anything, you know, we'll do what we can, man. Word up. You know what I'm saying? But this was episode 99. And we are the 20 by 20 podcast. I'm Nathan McFly. Shit, nigga, with your man. Stay safe. Stay home. And... You already know, man. We out here. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to the sponsors one time. Hey. Los Boricuas. <laughs> Shout out to Los Boricuas. <laughs> For real. What's your name? Ace. Ace. Acito. Yeah. You live in the neighborhood, right? Look, I gotta get out of here, uh, man. I gotta get back. Oh, wait, 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 wait.
Soon as that Louis off-white come out I drop the bag, but I can get you bland free Rather pay the bands or have this shit done That's hands-free Went from 28 grams to going to get a tan key Only the real street niggas gonna understand me I'm from where the kids don't get a new jacket And fall roaching the cereal And every spoon black in the drawer Mama used crack and his pop shoot smacking his arm He just used that It's all of the fuel that's in his bars Driving ambition I'm focused on the goal like Hawaii and transition Remember I sold a nigga a pie with grams missing Now I expand fishes Nigga still a hundred dollars Find him with his hands missing Nigga, yeah It's grow house when I roll the blunt Nigga got smoked last night He ain't been home a month uh, Shot to the temple, that's a hole in one With a stolen gun and fuck the police that he stole it from I make a G call and the homies they come. Away, nigga. Big ass effing, that shit hold a trunk. It's fucked up. I heard my man told to come home early. Yo, daddy a bitch. That's what I told his I son. I listen to rappers' albums. Literally mad about the lack of talent. I could lyrically ask and watch him. Ask about me. Trifecta respect. The streets, rikers, and the mountains. Took a toll. I paid tenfold. Behold a man of honor and rare persona. I exhale an air of nostalgia like Dante. I'm an incomparable artist. Transcends. This is a compelling performance, uncut raw, compressed from the connect to the corner. I carried the heat, aggressive as morning, sweat dripping down my chest in a sauna. Majestic in aura, indeed you can't impress me with talking unless you're a lawyer finessing the court to take my people from detention and walking. My rhyme is a diamond inspired by pressure before it, there's a lesson in every blessing. Never ignore this. Two things I've never been on paperwork or extorted. I'm living my truth, no lie. Griselda and Corey. Uh. <laughs>